0: Whatever we put it on the pitch on Sunday, you'll be fully committed. But in general, you know, watching these games for many, many years' form and
1: previous history of this game tends to go to the window. As a manager, sometimes you just say, well, it is just another game. You know, it's not because of what it means. This is the
2: good Radio Football Show podcast, hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Davy Proven. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first.
3: Let's go. Rangers won Celtic nil this afternoon at Ibrox, the first all-firm game of the season, and is it a marker for the season? Rangers have an a patchy start, but they'll say, and they'll feel they're back. Rangers fans, what do you reckon? The bragging rights are in Govan and beyond. Barry Ferguson's here, Davy Provin too. Celtic fans, what do you feel? It's what might have been this afternoon because Celtic had more of the first half, looked a better team. I think that'd be fair to say, Barry. But Mm -hmm. they can have ran out of puff in the
4: second half and Rangers improved. Yeah, that's what what we said at half-time. Celtic had the lion's share of possession, no doubt about it. Probably had had the best chance of the first half with Edward. But I think at half-time, Gary, Max, maybe... um, Gave them a bit of a bollocking and certainly Rangers came out and they were a different team in the second half. They took the game uh, to Celtic and what I thought at the start, a set piece it might have come down to and that's what, what happened. Barisic, throughout the game his delivery wasn't good but his corner kick for Hollander to head her in was, was pinpoint but again I'll go back to it. I thought defensively and from Celtic's point of view I'm sure the manager won't be happy with that.
3: At the headline this morning in Davy's column was Watch your back, mate. Dodgy defence
0: could wreck Aussie's hopes of a Derby dream. Davy, uh, Yeah, that, that's the way it's turned out. Um, it just astonishes me that, that Celtic having lost so many set-piece goals last season and here we are with a, a new coach um, and it's happening again. And, you know, if, if Holanda runs off somebody, sometimes you've got to put your, your hand up and say, well, he got the run on me. He's not, he's not been marked. There's nobody picking him up. Um, there's nobody trying to block him there's nobody getting up with him uh, it, it's a Sunday league goal and, and Postacoglu will have plenty to say about that I'm sure wow, you can see before goal. the
4: game you look at the team and you think Balogun, Hollander, Golson. we need to make sure they don't get they're a free three. run they're the three danger men in terms of height and strength whoever's Martin, them make sure you don't give them an inch but Hollander was allowed a free run um, don't get me wrong it was a great header but uh, it was a free header.
0: They've got Edward in the front post, Barry. I, I don't know how you feel about front post, back post, defending. Um, but Edward is, is not picking anyone up. He's just looking after the front post. If he's picking Holander up, you wouldn't think Halander gets a free run at it. Barry, can you give us that answer in a moment? Then we're taking more calls. 08, 17,
3: 17, 700.
2: The Go Radio Football Show Talking football first Listen live weeknights from 5
3: Rangers winning this afternoon Taking the spoils You can call Barry Ferguson Davey Provin, Paul Cooney 0808 17 17 700 Barry what's uh, happening at the moment In the Rangers dressing room Let's have a wild guess
4: Yeah but look, for me No matter It's still really early in the season You've got to celebrate Yeah Wait when you win. I, I'm all for that, um, especially against your, your fiercest rivals. Um, go and enjoy it. Uh, enjoy tonight and then get back to work tomorrow. That's That was always my motto. Um, whenever I, I won an old firm game, when you get beat, it was uh, straight in the car, back home, mm. shut the curtains and don't speak to anybody.
3: <laughs> Davey, that's what you would do uh, yeah. as
4: well.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I think that one thing, you know, poster Cogley will be hugely disappointed losing the game but I don't think he's seen anything today to, to make him think Rangers are going to get out of sight I, I don't think there's much between the teams if, if Celtic providing Celtic keep Edward and Christie, with you know I, they, they could let them go if they have replacements don't get me wrong but a couple of signings I don't think Celtic are far away from Rangers at all Regan is on the line
3: a Celtic fan Regan good afternoon
5: Oh how you doing alright
3: yeah we're fine Regan how about you you'll be disappointed were you surprised at Celtic in the second half
5: not at all, I think it was a pretty even game throughout the game, but I felt like the chance in the first half for Edward, he should put that one in the back of the net, and then Kyogo has a chance at 0-0 as well then he has a chance for McCrory to make that great save, mm. so it's a, it's a tale of um, chances where Celtic has their chances, but, but but Rangers as well, they played well and I think it's just great to see Celtic uh, make a match with Rangers this season, because last Season. As you know, I've this so quite often, and
3: it's uh, it's been quite difficult. It certainly was, but they—I mean, obviously Celtic have been—they've gone into the game as a on the form team, Davey didn't they? Compared to Rangers, yeah, but yeah,
0: I don't think Celtic had answered any real questions, Paul. This this was their biggest test today um, because we we knew that Rangers would be right up for this fifty thousand at Ibrox. Um, Celtic really got into the lines then. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot from, for Celtic to take from the game. Um, but again, you know, if, if you have two centre-backs who are a, are a worry, a constant worry, then you've got to get into the transfer market and sort it. Especially Starfield. What did you feel, Regan, about about your centre-backs?
5: I mean, I agree with Davey. He, he speaks for Starfield. And to me, to be honest, I think that Celtic need to go into the market and buy another centre-half before Tuesday's deadline. Because if you look at it for... for Paul, I mean, uh, Julianne is not back until October time. Yeah. So you're so, I mean, if Starfield gets injured, they're going the Beaton. And Beaton was the guy that let um, Ant-Postokong Congo down in the Champions as well. Yeah, well,
3: it looks as though he doesn't trust Beaton, does he?
0: I, I'd have near Beaton in there ahead of Starfield every day of the week. Why doesn't he? Well, I mean, I I think there's an element of he costs four million quid. We've got to try and justify mm. uh, playing this boy. But there'll come a point where Postacoglu will have to give up on him unless he improves and I just don't see I, I, I don't see a player in him at all mm-hmm.
4: it's, a, it's a lot of money to go and spend mm-hmm. um, so I would guess he, he needs to give give him give him time but um, David will tell you you don't get much time when you play at a club like Celtic or Rangers uh, I, I just felt Celtic looked vulnerable um, at the back but in terms of with the ball I thought the the, the better they the play in the first half certainly second half was a bit different um, but the, the difference again as I said before the game actually started set pieces sometimes win and lose your games and I just thought that the marking um, at the, the Rangers goal wasn't good enough
3: Regan do you think your fellow Celtic fans will feel that today 1-0 is a disappointment but uh, the team are much better than they were what just three weeks ago when you lost at yes. Tynecastle. I
5: mean, Paul, yeah, I mean you have to look at it. I think Celtic will uh, run Rangers all the way this season, so I, I think for so Celtic Support listening and I think they'll be very happy with what they've seen from Anfos to compared to New England last season. So all we can hope for for Scottish football is it's gonna be a very close priority uh,
3: who was your man of the match? Uh, Davey and Barry have both gone, I think, with Hollander. I, I just yeah. went with
4: Hollander because it was the, the, the winning goal. Um, but Davey mentioned Balligan. Look, thrown into that right-back position. I know he's played there once or twice. Shaky 10 minutes, but I thought he um, he, he was very good in, in terms of getting close to Kyogo. But I think with Celtic, you've seen the difference when he moved through the middle the last 15 or 20 minutes. He had two great opportunities, two great runs. Um, maybe should have squared the first one the second one um, he should have shot on goal but he done it the, the opposite but I thought they looked a lot more dangerous um, with Kyogo uh, directly through in the middle Man of the match for you Regan
5: I, w- I would have said Balogun if it was me because right. for me going into the game I, mean, I thought Celtic would have targeted Balogun but especially with um, Nathan Patterson being out with Colborne as well I thought Balogun done great there too it's to do well for Rangers, but yeah, Paul, that's is same ball
3: for me. David, that is a great point. When you looked, when we gave you the news early on, when you saw the team sheet coming in, no Alan McGregor, um, you know, no Tavernier, no yeah, Bassi no and no Patterson. Yeah, yeah, great chance for Celtic, who were on fire, you know, with Eduard, Kyogo, Abada.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Postacoglu, who's done very little wrong since he's come into Glasgow, I think he would admit that he got it wrong today, playing Furuhashi left. Um, there's no danger from Furuhashi Rangers must have been delighted to see him start out in the left touchline and Edward, who is half the player that he was two seasons ago playing through the middle I mean Furuhashi proved the point when he he was asked to play through the middle got himself in twice young McCrory makes a a great save Um, but Furuhashi was a real handful for the the Rangers centre-backs when he was through the middle
4: yeah, when you set up at 12 o'clock when that whistle's going to go and you see Kyogo on the left-hand side um, you're happy because uh, through the middle I, I believe he's a real threat um, and he's not the same player out there Look, he still does a good job but he's more a lot more dangerous and that was uh, proved with the, the two really good runs and one of them um, a great save uh, young McCrory Barry, what does this mean to Rangers? With the international break coming up just
3: now I know it's really early in the season what, when you wake up tomorrow, or when Steven Gerrard wakes up, what are you thinking about this weekend?
4: Well, I, I believe that there was a lot of noise, obviously, saying that can Rangers handle playing in front of fans well. They, they proved it today. It wasn't a, a, a perfect performance. Um, second half was a lot stronger, but they got the vital three points, so they've shut a lot of people up for me.
3: They've got the bottle for 50,000 of their own fans there who could have got on their back when they couldn't score.
4: Yeah and, and you could hear it in the first half Rangers fans were getting a bit frustrated because as a home team you want to take the game to Celtic um, but Celtic have got good players they're mm-hmm. a threat going forward you've got to respect that um, but as David mentioned I think Gary Mack would have given them a wee bit of a blast at half time and they came out and they were a different team in the second half Regan did you feel that as the game went on at half time after you know I don't know what the stats were at half
3: time but Davey was telling us it was 68% after about 25 minutes you've got to convert possession you've got to score
5: I mean, Paul, definitely, because possession is only one thing, but putting the ball in the net is another. I mean, the problem for Celtic was, Paul, that they, they had good possession, but it wasn't good possession in the right places for me. Um, but, like I say, I think Celtic still need a few players in the transfer market, Paul, mm-hmm. to try and uh, do it. I'm going to look at two strikers, maybe a centre-back and a left-back as well.
3: Gikamakas they're talking about the, the Greek striker David's been mentioned for days yeah. I don't but, but it would appear that. that's yeah. a done deal which yeah. suggests
0: Edward is going the other way Paul mm. but I still think it leaves Celtic light up front sure. I don't think Ayeti's good enough um, and it if it Celtic are serious if Celtic are serious they need I think at least one centre back and at least one striker um, and they don't have a lot of time to get that business done because Ayeti was
3: what 5 million a year ago from West yeah. Ham four and a half, five yeah. million. Yeah. But he doesn't come on today, did he? I mean, there's no sign well it means, him. means so. it
0: means that the manager yeah. doesn't trust him. Of course, you know, yeah. you, you're chasing a game, um, you need a goal, and yet you, you can't trust a £5 million striker. That tells you all you need to know. Reagan, what about uh, Josip Juranovic? Decent start, more than decent.
5: Yeah, I think the, there was a graphic on the sky there, mm-hmm. Paul, that he had the most touches in the first half of the game. I think that just shows that he's got a bit about him. Um, no I was impressed with, I was impressed with, with uh, Juranovic I thought he'd done well Paul I just want to ask Barry yep. see in terms of Rangers right do you think this old uh, do you think they will now um, like the, the first old firm game set the tone for the season or
4: yeah Regan I, I think it will kick them on because I've been honest and I've said it plenty of times that they've not started um anywhere near what what they finished last season. Um so that that's got to give them a a lot of confidence but I, I agree with you. I think this is going to go neck neck the full season. I don't think there's much between the teams. I think it'll maybe come down to the old fun games and and Rangers obviously got off to the the ideal start with, with winning the first one but it's going to be it's going to be a lot closer than it was last year. Mm.
3: Reagan, before you go you're a huge Scotland fan as well you joined us at the Euros and as you know John McGinn is out of the match with Denmark this week hopefully he thinks he might be back for the match with Moldova next Saturday Uh, that's a blow obviously Uh, how badly will we miss John McGinn?
5: Oh Paul it's going to be a big blow I'm actually going to be in that game next Saturday. I'm so so looking forward to it Um, I think uh, Barry's nephew Lewis Dirkuson think he's a good player as well Paul and obviously um, I don't know who Steve Clark is going to call in because obviously Stuart Armstrong he's got an injury as well so I think maybe we might call someone in
3: yep good for Barry's nephew yeah, Lewis absolutely. to come in isn't he player you're Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, had to be
0: patient yep. yeah and Scott McTominay's out as well yeah. remember mm-hmm. who's a huge player for Scotland not just John McGinn so you know there might be an opportunity for, for the likes of young Lewis to come in and, and, and get a game here mm.
4: Yep, and I think it's helped with Scott Brown being at Aberdeen in terms of it's allowed Lewis to get further forward where I, I think he's he's a lot uh, a lot better, a lot comfier. I like when he, he can spring from midfield and, and get a goal. Uh, that's his best position for me. So, no, absolute delighted for him to, to get the call up and as David just mentioned there, Scott McTominay as well, mm-hmm. big player for, for Scotland. So that midfield area, they're pretty light. There might be an opportunity for Lewis to hopefully... Mm-hmm. Get his first cap, Davy. Who would be? Who'd have thought it? Brown and Ferguson, a great combination
3: in a football team. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. It's, yeah. um... you had some
3: battles, didn't they? Those two. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. But
3: Lewis
4: and Scott Brown had a few battles oh, as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But
3: yeah. 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 does he like him now? Come on, tell us. It's Just not tell the yeah. like story you,
4: yeah. you can't. You've got to see what. Listen, Scott Brown was a big player for Celtic, and they won a lot of trophies. Sure. Um, so yep. they're teammates now I don't know if they're best pals but <laughs> listen they, they they work hard for each other during games
3: Regan what chance have we got against Denmark though of course they went uh, all the way to the semi-finals in the Euros uh, realistically can we get anything there?
5: Um, I'm hopeful Paul I've seen the dice scored a great goal yesterday for QPR yeah Nesbit Nesbitt scored uh, for uh, he scored yesterday as well mm-hmm. so no, I'm hopeful that we can do something. We've got Ryan Christie who's playing well as well. Yep. Um, no, and I think, as Barry and Davey have always said on the the show, I think that Steve Clark is the best manager to set it up well because he done well when he was in the Scottish Premiership as well.
3: That's true. I love it. You know your stuff. You miss nothing. That was good news there about Lyndon Dykes uh, and getting that goal. Uh, and he's, we need goals in the team. Shea Adams, Lyndon Dykes, we need them fit in scoring.
4: Yep, um, in the championships, a, a tough league to, to play in down in England, so good to see him get a goal and also Kevin Nisbet as well. Yep. Uh, I think David men, uh, mentioned earlier on the show it was a, um, a, a great goal for, for Kevin Nisbet. He's he's a player that I think is going to get better and better. Is he Kevin not going Nisbet. anywhere? Doesn't look like it in well, the window. Should Celtic be signing him? him. Yeah. Well, listen, for the, the kind of money, um, I think he's well worth it, mm. Kevin Nisbet. Regan, would
3: you like your own Celtic to sign Kevin Nisbet from Hibbs?
5: Uh, I think he'd be a great option because I see Lee Griffiths is linked with Dundee so I think he would be a great uh, striking option and as Davy mentioned on the football show earlier I don't think I trust Albin Ayeti so I think Kevin Nisbet, Edward and Furnahashi and Kudamakis and Nisbet would be be a great strike force and hopefully take Chelsea to the, the title unfortunately for Barry (laughs)
3: <laughs> now Barry's got a quiet little smell I know, Regan yeah, 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 yeah. is going to of there. I don't <laughs> yeah.
4: mind that Regan
5: <laughs> uh, Regan
3: <laughs> yeah. Who's going to the match with you then? That's brilliant You're going to the game with Moldova Saturday What time's kick-off?
5: Is it quarter to eight it in. Well you'll so know Me and, <laughs> me and, me and, my, me and are going so Brilliant No I'm just No I'm just looking forward to getting Back to the football And see Scotland play Hopefully we can get a few goals And f- see us through the 2024 World Cup
3: Well done Regan and if the Celtic directors are listening in the in the bus and Ange Postacoglu uh, well they'll still be doing the media stuff I see Gary McAllister on at the moment we'll hear from him shortly your message is you need to invest over the next three days and you need stronger defence and you need strike force up front if Edward's away
5: Oh definitely Paul Celtic need a stri- uh, a two strikers a centre back and a, a-, a the rest back to to help Greg
3: Taylor Reagan, thanks for calling Go Radio
2: The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5
3: Go Radio Football Show the Sunday special Davy Proven Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney And looking back on Rangers' victory in the first Glasgow derby of the season, Old Firm derby finished Rangers 1, Celtic nil Philip Hallander. Just looking at that goal again, Barry and Davey, Uh, what do you make of it? The corner kick coming in, where was the Celtic defence?
4: I I just can't believe the space that he got to run. As I said, see before the game, you identify who's going to be the strongest players in the box from a set piece and Halander would have been top of that list and to allow them, Look, the delivery I said was brilliant, great delivery, and it's a very good header for Harlanda. But he, he's got far too much space.
3: Davy, it's not rocket science, is it? But Celtic, you know, they knew this was their weak spot. What
0: happened then at the corner? I, I'm not sure because normally you you see the, you know, the the flip charts coming out when a substitute is coming on the pitch, and that's basically talking the sub through who is picking up the set pieces. So. You know, it's a given that every player going on to that pitch today would know who they were picking up defending corners. And I, I honestly can't explain how Holanda... not he doesn't just get a, a free header, he gets a six-yard run at it. I wouldn't bl- blame Starfelt who was picking up Morellis, and it looks as if Starfelt's jumping against Hollander. Starfelt was picking up Morelis. Nobody's picking up Holanda. Nobody. Nope nobody it's unbelievable isn't it the tallest player in the Rangers team comes forward and there's nobody
3: picking him up we're just seeing Ali there and uh, James McFadden after the game on Sky Alley he's been losing some weight over summer he lost weight Barry Yep. Yeah. he lost some weight
4: over yeah, the summer yeah, yeah. But he's um, that's the smartest I've seen him look for a, for a long
3: time <laughs> On the fashion watch. Yep. <laughs> Rangers fans, what do you reckon? You take the spoils this afternoon, Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. 17 I see in the studio there, John Hartson, who'll be on with us during the week. Chris Boyd, who joined us a couple of weeks ago from his golf day. And we're going there next year, Barry, live mm. from Turnberry, if that's where it is, uh, for the Chris Boyd charity golf day. We're just looking at some of the chances at both ends. Here's Furuhashi
0: through. And McCrory, Davey, did really, really well. Great chance there after 68 minutes. Yeah, it's a mistake from Hollander to allow Furuhashi in behind and McCrory, to, to be fair, is out so quickly that Furuhashi has no room to, to dink it over him. Really good piece of goalkeeping. Always helps to have a, a goalkeeper who's quick and he, he showed great pace there, the keeper.
4: Yeah, he stands tall for as long as possible. Um, he does really well. I was really impressed with him. He even didn't have a lot to do in the first half but... What he had to do, he done it really well. He was alert off his line really quick. We're just seeing here um, a good save from um, Kyogo uh, with his foot. But he's he's one boy that'll go back tonight and should be proud of his, his performance. Uh, Soro came on. We're just seeing another Celtic attack at this point as well. How did he do, David?
3: Did we see much of Soro? He
0: did all right. I mean, it, it basically he's a defensive midfield player, but he, he picked out Furuhashi with a terrific ball on the channel. And when he... Furuhashi squares it the second chance he gets in instead of probably pulling the trigger and the
3: headlines today were all give us one last push Eddie so the briefings looked as though this would be Odson Edwards last game for Celtic he's been a terrific player so much said about him last season poor season for Celtic but he was still the top scorer Barry 23 goals we've seen it in flashes this season but uh, you'll long remember him as a, a more than decent player
4: yeah, but I mean, I rate him highly, um, and I maintain I still think he can play at the highest level, but he might need to to bite the bullet and go to a, a smaller club. Something like what we were saying earlier on, but Van Dyke done going to Southampton. I think that's maybe the route that Edward um, will need to take. Some of the battles, Glenn
3: Camara against Callum McGregor. Who won that for you, Davey? I thought, I thought McGregor
0: yep. was terrific today again. He's, you know, I was talking about Stephen Davis always giving you at least seven out of ten performances. Mm. Callum McGregor's the same um, just needs a bit more quality behind him Here's
3: Gary a Rangers fan on the line from Castle Milk Hello Gary How you
2: doing Paul How's it all doing guys? What, what,
3: are, you, Gary? what about yourself? We won't ask you how you are because I would imagine Well how are you?
2: I'm walking about the gaff I'm loving leafing
3: it. <laughs> Walking <laughs> about the gaff there on the Castle Milk Fantastic <laughs> What do you think this afternoon? Were you worried for, a, for the first half first half hour or so?
1: Yeah,
2: I I was talking to Rochelle, your producer there, and I genuinely felt uncomfortable today about the game. Yeah, I wasn't fully confident and I would have been quite happy taking a draw before the game. But Big Balligan, I think, pulled out an astonishing performance at the back of the day. That was a really, really good man. He really, really worried me. And then them coming on, I was worried about him. He's of the best start in Scottish football. It pulled off again today, so I'm I'm very happy overall. But I was a worried man ninety odd minutes ago.
3: What about the goal itself? Tell us, uh, how did you see that then, watching it in 60, whatever it was, minutes, uh, 66 minutes?
2: <laughs> Do you know the funny thing? I'm not Holland's biggest fan. I'm really, really not. <laughs> you are now. I thought he was a bit of, uh, you know, shaking the old butt. He's just cemented man
3: in my heart. I love big cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> cemented in your heart. There you are. You've won the game, and he's cemented in your heart. I mean, it's a fair point he makes about uh, Balligan.
4: Yeah, uh, I, you were worried. Yeah, but when I seen the team, we we know Nathan Patterson obviously um, out due to COVID, the same as our captain um, Tavenier. Uh, but after the first ten minutes, I thought the big man was exceptional. Um, and I know I gave Hollander the man in the match, simple because it was a yeah. winning goal. Um, a great goal for Rangers' point of view, a horrendous goal for Celtic's point. But I think Rangers' first half performance was a bit, a bit off. But if i have been honest with you, they came out in the second half and they, they showed that bit between their teeth, and it was a lot better. And I think overall in the second half, Celtic, uh, sorry, Rangers, were the better team.
3: David, can we check with the managers, assistant managers? Gary, stay with us. What was Gary McAllister
0: saying? Uh, He said it's a day that a football club came together, that's the expression that Gary McAllister used, he was talking about the difficulties this week, 5,000 mile round trip to Armenia, all the Covid um, restrictions and and protocols that had to be followed that deprived Rangers of, of players. And he also mentioned how terrific the, the Rangers supporters were inside Ibrox today. So he described it as a, a day the club came together.
4: We'll hear from... Uh, it, yeah, It's a big one for the Rangers players, mm-hmm. as I, I've mentioned, Paul. There, there's been a lot of noise made about can they handle the pressure. Um, well, it showed to me, certainly in that second-half performance, they can handle the pressure playing in front of 50,000. Gary, that was a factor, wasn't it? I mean, you were nervous going into it, but the fans... We're right
3: behind Rangers. Well, there's 50,000 home fans. But that can almost be... That can be a negative if you're playing badly, if you go behind.
2: No, totally, man. I mean, I was running 40s was it, uh, maybe a week or two yep. ago. And I said, you know, the fans will make me nervous. The, the fan factor with uh, the Rangers team. I know it was a sort of silly mess and blah, blah, blah. But when it sort of turns in its head and Rangers were struggling, but I tell you what, they pulled it back. They've done it in Europe. Then they've done it again. They'd be... Uh, and exactly what uh, McAllister said, you know, it was a full-team performance. It's a lot to take a lot of your main players out, especially your captain. See, mm-hmm. you take a captain out of a team and throw a centre-back out of the right midfield. I know he's played there previously, but I think that's a lot for Balogun to play that. And I genuinely, like you guys were saying, I actually think Balogun was probably man of the match. He had a solid game out there at right-back. Uh, him and barish didn't bone forward as much as he probably would have if it was Tab or Partison. But they done enough. And um, I'm so happy,
3: man. I'm very, very glad. <laughs> that's a good point, Barry. Do you you know, you don't walk back into the Rangers team, do you? That team today...
4: That's why you've got a big yeah. squad, Paul. That's mm-hmm. the, the reason why Stephen Gerrard... And also, people are, are talking about McGregor, Tavernier, Bassey, Patterson. The most important guy at the club was missing today, And that was the manager, mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard. Of um, but that's why you build a big squad... For incidents like this whether it's through injuries or Covid or suspension um, and these guys come in the day especially Balligan, as I said I thought uh, done uh, their self-justice with excellent performances
3: Davey, um before you go Gary what's uh, the other manager Ange Postecoglou saying
0: um, at the end we heard a bit of him there just a moment or two ago he, he said it was a, a, a really tight game uh, he said that if Celtic had taken their chances that the outcome would have been different. Celtic had the better chances. Um, but he said they've got to reset now and, and start winning games, particularly in the league. That, that was the, the the point he made. Um, I, I still think there's plenty Celtic can take from this. There, there's the 25-point gap between the, the clubs last season. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't see a great deal of difference on today's evidence between the teams at all. But it's down to the Celtic board. They've got two days left to help post the coglu build a proper challenge and it'll, it all comes down for me to what happens in the, the last couple of days in the window for both clubs Yeah Gary, have you any worries of uh, losing any of the players? You know, a Ryan
3: Kent, a Kamara, Morelos do you think anyone is going to go in the next three days? Oh,
2: absolutely man I, this is the worst bit of the season as a fan uh, especially when your club just won the it's, it's the biggest game of all season biggest game of Celtic season you know it's the game and genuinely all my friends and family I was speaking to before it most of my Celtic fans on my family side my friends are Rangers fans most of my family side were like a Celtic two, 3 4 one. Then they come off See, personally I won't lie I was I'll take a no, 0 I thought it would have been a 0-0 today and I took that one forward so the 1-0 is brilliant and the reason I said 0-0 is like you guys were uh, talking about earlier David Gerrard out, you know, uh, Tavenier out. So many players that he's still not got Kemp kind of back. Badishe is just coming back after the pass. He's had a good year on the team and they played really, really well. It was such a well structured team, and I'm very, very proud of them. With them, it's brilliant. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm all worried. I hope I hope Morelos doesn't go. Mm. I hope Tamara doesn't go. I'm hoping there isn't a Vichy uh, game. a Vichy game bid for Barisic and that so mm. and just a wee quick shout out for Ross McCoy uh, Sonny no Ross yeah. <laughs> I me. was Bobby, doing the same McCoy.
4: thing don't worry
2: aye sorry aye uh, Bobby, yep. Bobby McCoy. Sure. yeah. yep Robbie was absolutely outstanding mm. today there was a point that the team were shouting at me they throw the ball out and I noticed he just took a wee minute and he, sailed, mm-hmm. and he uh, conducted the sale well so I, I think uh, Robbie deserves a wee shout out he played well and keeping the defence calm because at the end of the day he can
3: only be as calm as the men in front of them mm. Barry it's a good point the keeper did well and for Rangers now they can enjoy this week some of them on international duty and then it's back to the league action and also Europe
4: yep I- I'm sure they'll get a few days off so I'm sure the-, the guys in that dressing room will have one or two beers and, mm. and rightly so you've got to celebrate uh, as I said it's international some will go away and play international games but tonight's all about enjoying it and then um, get back to, to work tomorrow
0: a bonus too for Rangers uh, that Morelos hasn't been called up to yeah. so the Columbia oh, no. no, no. squad as well. That that might have given Rangers a real problem, given that he would have had to quarantine in his, his return. So there, there's more good news for Rangers. Uh.
3: When would he be back? It's funny we've kind of forgotten about that. haven't we just two weeks ago, three weeks ago. He he was missing in action. You know yeah. he came back from Colombia, but and Stephen Gerrard was like, oh, I don't know where he is. Really I, at the I, I still
4: don't think he's 100 now, like in terms of fitness levels. Mm. Uh, but that will come through games uh, and. As David just mentioned, he's no away international break. I'm sure he'll get a couple of days off, but they'll work them hard um, when they come back in. And it's great; they're both in Europe as well. We shouldn't forget that. That was only a few days ago. Seems a while
3: ago, but they're there. Rangers will be up against Lyon, Sparta Prague, and Bromby. So Gary, you'll have Musa Dembele back in town. There's another terrific striker, and uh, he'll be back at Ibrox. Hi. One day, one game at a time Right Gary <laughs> We hear you <laughs> You're right Too much to think about Listen enjoy the rest no, of the day yeah. a, no. one, the <laughs> I know uh, Leon of course I, should. I know there's so much on the goal You never know With Ronaldo back to Man United uh, He's a good player wasn't he Davy Thinking of Dembele He'll be yeah. coming back with Leon He was at Atletico Madrid Didn't get a goal Didn't get much game time last season But uh, Leon's still a big
0: club Yeah, Dembele is a top striker, isn't Mm -hmm. he? Probably among the best bits of business Celtic have done for years in the transfer market. Five hundred grand from Fulham. Yeah, yeah, terrific piece of business. Amazing. And uh, Celtic, of course, they all have Real Betis, Bayer
3: Leverkusen. So Jeremy Frimpong will be back, and uh, Varos, who did the damage last year. Gary, good call. Enjoy the rest of the day. What are you doing now? Where are you off to?
2: Thanks very much. I'll take my Cheers. Again, guys. Uh, fortunately for myself, I'm off tomorrow, so oh. <laughs> I'm going to overly enjoy today's
5: results. <laughs> Cheers,
3: Gary. Yeah. Thanks very much for calling Go Radio. Gary there in Castle Milk. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It's Rangers Day in the Derby. One goal victory. Philip Hillander, the scorer there. Yeah, the European football, derby. we haven't seen you
0: since uh, they both went... They scraped through, is what we said on Thursday, but does it matter? No it doesn't matter it's all about um, well it's all about giving the supporters European football you know I think there's a glamour um, a prestige about European football albeit we'd like the, the, the two big clubs in the the Champions League they've got the next best thing and financially it's good for them as well um, Aberdeen going out of Europe and St Johnson
3: as well and that was a pity we thought we might have it all four but Carabaug too strong yeah, for the Dons well,
0: Yeah I know and Stephen Glass is putting his hands up and saying we were beaten by the better team mm, I, mm. I, I didn't see Aberdeen losing um, as as heavily, if you like, over the two games. Um, they've spent a colossal amount of money still bringing players in, Aberdeen. And they brought a couple. Marley Watkins. Um, yeah. uh, Bates. Uh, Bates. David Bates is coming in. Uh, Long, is it Longstaff? Yeah, Matty Longstaff yep. from Newcastle. Mm. So, you know, Dave Cornwall thrown the, the kitchen sink at this, but already they're out of Europe, they're out of the League Cup. And St Johnson, what happened, Barry,
4: do you think? They just ran out of puff? It's been quite a start, you know, the, the trip yeah. to Turkey the week before. and uh, He's not got a big enough squad, Callum. Yeah. Um, look, they've done ever so well, uh, especially last season winning mm. the double. Nobody, nobody seen that. I just think it was a level above uh, for St. Johnson. Um, but it was disappointing to see the remarks uh, uh, of the manager saying that St. Johnson were disgusting to play against. Uh, I thought that was disrespectful. Um, they deserve to be there, mm. St. Johnson. As I said, just unlucky not to go through, but just sometimes you come up against better teams. I would imagine Callum would have a few
3: words with him, Callum Davidson, because he's a credit to Scottish football. And yeah, it was ridiculous,
0: the comment. Is that just a psychology? And maybe it worked. I I think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was put out there deliberately. Mm. Um, But, you know, Callum Callum Davidson didn't miss him in the post-match interview. Mm. He had a right good pop-up. And without actually naming him and and saying as much... Mm. There was enough innuendo there to to let you know that Callum Davison felt well, it was a complete lack of respect there. Mm.
3: Well, St Johnson in action this afternoon. They're here in the West. They're in Paisley because they're only 25 minutes away from St Mirren against St Johnson. And Aberdeen-Ross County will get your predictions. You never know where you are these days, guys, do you? you Sunday afternoon, right? There's just been the Rangers-Celtic, Rangers winning the match. And now we're thinking about some other games coming up this afternoon. Aberdeen-Ross County and St Mirren against St Johnson. Uh, yesterday, Hearts a two-goal victory at Dundee United. Boyce and uh, Grandamy. Hey, terrific, that yeah, yeah a terrific Hearts. Yeah. Um,
0: Craig Gordon made two or three great saves in the last 20 minutes, but Hearts should have been out of sight. What a start to the season for Hearts? Mm-hmm. It's, it's phenomenal. You Did know, you forget they were in the championship? Well, it, that, yep. that's what makes it all the more incredible, Paul. You know, it was good to get them back in the league, but a lot of people were saying they would do well to finish top six. Um, I think they'll be looking at top four now. Barry, Robbie, yeah. Nielsen, Lee McCullough. Great start. Yeah, he, he
4: took the opportunity, he got done United promoted, and then took the Hearts job. Um, so how was got... the reception? Do we know how it was? But I, I yeah. watched, I watched the highlights, and I, I seen Robbie's reaction after the game. He was, he was absolutely delighted. Because mm. as we know, done United have had a no bad start mm. to the season as well. Obviously, getting beaten Rangers up there, so uh, that was a great three points um, for Hearts and a great start to the season. Can I mention the goalkeeper?
3: Apparently, a phenomenal performance. By Craig Gordon yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Scotland's and Steve number Clark will Steve
0: Clark will pick him, won't he? For uh, the, being number one for the Denmark game. He, he's he's back in possession again. Um and two or three saves late in the game yesterday. Uh terrible. one from Charlie McGrew's free kick. Mm. Absolutely outstanding and Barry Davy said on
3: this programme a couple of weeks ago why are Celtic not signing David Marshall and they should have him as the backup to Joe Hart surely third choice at Derby lost his Scotland place he's a great keeper why are they not signing him
4: yeah I feel for Big Marsh um, obviously it's had a great 12 or so month in, in terms of we, we Scotland um, making the great penalty saves he was a number one in the Euros um, and it's, it's it's sad to see him third choice um, at Derby he's too good to be third choice yeah. Yeah. Too good. Um, he mm. should um, hopefully get a move in the next day or two before the window closes.
0: Mm. You can bet that Celtic have been trying desperately to get Barkas off the wage bill, even if it's a loan deal. Mm. Um, but he'll be in big money. Um, it's, it's hard to shift these guys, Barry. You know,
4: I think he signed, a, was it a four-year contract? Yeah. He's still got three years yeah. left yeah. in his contract, Davy. On,
0: on good money. Yep. And why would he move? You know, why, why would he allow anybody to push him out the door yep. if you're a professional player? you've got a contract, you're going to sit on it. You're not going to go anywhere else for less
3: money. 1-0 Rangers this afternoon. We're taking your calls 0808 17 17 700. It's the Goal Radio Football Show, Glasgow's newest radio station. Paul Cooney here with Barry Ferguson at Davey Provin. and more of your calls coming up next.
2: The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five.
3: Loads of calls coming in. 08, 08 17, 17, 700. Sunday afternoon. Rangers 1, Celtic nil in Govan today. Kicked off at 12 o'clock. 50,000 there. Come on, I hope the bosses, will they be speaking this afternoon, David, to each other and saying, OK, okay let's sort the tickets out in future. Let's get the offer. I told yeah. you, speaking to uh, Simon Jordan this morning, Jim White, and he was like, what? No opposition
0: fans? Come on, yeah. this is silly. And it is silly. But he Celtic yep. one stand and yep. it allows the, the, the police still to enforce the segregation get everyone home safe doesn't it and I know they'll say oh well, we've sold season tickets both sides will." hey work for years Barry let's do
3: it again get back yes. to it listen
4: yep. uh, it's what makes the old firm game special for me is when you're at Ibrox I spoke about it last week Paul you walk out and you turn to the left hand side and it's it was 8,000 Celtic fans in the Brimlin Road and then in the main stand Govan and was all your own fans Um and it's good you, you get a bit of banter, you get a bit of abuse, but that, that's what it's that's what it's all about. Going up and taking a few corners, getting a few crazy shouts, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Big afternoon for
3: Rangers back up there because, you know, Hibs winning uh, yesterday, Harts winning as well. And not that they're up at the top, but Motherwell, uh, a victory against Dundee and they've had a good week there. We'll talk about that in a moment or two. This afternoon, St Mernison-Johnson, St. Aberdeen-Ross County and it finished Rangers 1, Celtic 0. Uh, Barry, looking back on it then, looking at the Celtic team, who impressed you most of the couple of the players you mentioned? I think the best performer,
4: yeah. it's an easy one for me, was Callum McGregor. Um, I think he's he's took over, obviously, as captain for Scott Brown. And he led for the front. you seen him when, when Rangers were starting to con- take control of the second half. He was the one that was trying to drive Celtic. But sometimes you can't do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need a bit of help. Uh, so, for me, he was the, the best player for for um, for Celtic. And three players for Rangers. Uh, was obviously Hollander who was scoring the goal. Balligan doing really well at, at right-back. And obviously, young McCrory in goals for his first old firm game, I thought was was excellent as well. Because
3: he was behind uh, John McLaughlin, wasn't he?
4: Um, You know, it was
3: obviously Alan McGregor, John McLaughlin. Yeah, it, and then it looked like he was going to go yeah.
4: back out on loan. So it shows you how crazy football can be. Obviously, with the COVID situation, now he sees himself getting an opportunity. Um Made a couple of good saves on Thursday night as well mm-hmm. against Alaskert. And um again today, under pressure, 50,000 fans. I thought he handled the occasion brilliantly.
3: And Rangers were poor against Alice Kerr. I know conditions were, what, 43 degrees? But um, Stephen Gerrard, I know he wasn't there, but he must have been worried. Well, concerned going into the game today. Yeah, they that, were miles, off, game. At, yeah.
4: they were miles yeah. off at Paul. Um, and another day, they could have won as well. Morelos, three yeah. glorious chances, oh. which you'd expect him to score. Um, but they, they, were, they, they were nowhere near the levels that were expected. And today was an opportunity to put that right. In the first half they were okay, second half a lot better, more them.
3: We're going to hear from Gary McAllister in a few moments after the Rangers' victory. Davey, looking at that Celtic team, who were the best, uh, who were the standouts for you C- this Callum, afternoon?
0: Callum, Callum McGregor all day long, Paul. Um, pff, I think it's a, a, for Celtics it's about the ones who who didn't play the, you know, as well as we know they can. Uh, a for me was disappointing. I was expecting more. It's um, his game, isn't it, so far? Yeah, yeah, just about. Edward was desperately poor. Um, you Know and, and I think in that game you need eight or nine who are, who are right on bang on form. Turnbull did well, did all right, all right, yeah, D- did, did better all right. earlier on. Maybe, maybe yep. again, not the influence that maybe I'm expecting too much from David Turnbull, but I just think he's such a good footballer. Um, I probably expected more from him today. Um, Keogo just didn't get enough time through the middle. I think if he had played through the middle, and it's all ifs and buts, but I, I think I think. It's, Celtic would have got something from, from Rangers, even if it was a draw today.
4: Yeah, I, I was rubbing my hands when I seen him play out on the left. Yeah, And I'm sure the Rangers players would have been doing the same thing. Because uh, he's a real danger through the middle. And you've seen that with the last 15 minutes when he get moved there. You see the, the two bits of movement. Um, look, I know the pass makes it, but it's, he's got to make the movement. And his movement is dangerous and he's always a threat. We said it on Friday night.
3: Barry said, uh, why not play Kyogo through the middle? Again, it's not. How can people see it? But managers don't, Davey? Are you, are you surprised? Because people did see. Let's get get Kyle go through the middle, play yeah. Edward wide. Because he did well on Thursday night when he came on, but uh, it wasn't to happen. It could have been because that's when Celtic were on fire in the first half.
0: Yeah, because I, I think you can you can play Edward on the left without taking too much away from his game. But I think if you play Furuhashi there, you're, you're taking fifty percent of his game off him, because you know he, he's not a wide player. Um, although he did set up uh, Edward brilliantly at the front post first half. But he's a different animal when he's playing through the middle. We saw that late in the game, but by that time Celtic were chasing
4: it. If you watch Edward when he does play through the middle, he does tend to drift to the left-hand side anyway. So I I thought that was the way they were going to set up him when I have seen Kyogo Mm -hmm. on the left-hand side. As I said, I was like every other Rangers fan and Rangers player, rubbing your hands. Mm And for Rangers, Davey, looking
3: at the standouts for you and just looking through the team, Stephen Davis, 36, nearly 37 years old. How is he about the age thing? Does he... doesn't bother I don't think numbers? it bothers... Does he look number? if it bothers him? Yep.
4: He, I mean, you've seen in um, the last couple of minutes of the game, I think it was Sorrow. He, he sprinted 15 yeah. yards, closed them yeah. down and drove 30, 40 yards into the, the, the Celtic half. Um, and as I said, look, I'm sure Stephen Gerrard would love to to rest him every now, and then, every now and then. But I think he's too good. I think he's too important to Rangers. Um, as I said, what they'll do is they'll play him in games and let him do his own recovery stuff and make sure he's ready for the, the important
0: football games. Davey, the standouts for you then. Rangers winning 1-0. Who who caught you? Well, right? I, I think Holander played well. He had one mistake um, where Furuhashi oh. get in and, and young McCrory made a really good save. Balogun, I thought, was, was great given he was playing out of position. Stephen Davis always... A top man for Rangers, outstanding as well. And probably on the day, Rangers had a bit more, more of their players, you know, on form than, than, than Celtic. You know, the, the first half, I think we got a slightly false impression of the game where Celtic had all of the ball, but weren't really doing an awful lot with it. Second half, Rangers were much better. Do you want to hear from the managers? Let's hear from Ange Postecoglou
3: after the 90 minutes.
1: Yeah, disappointment, obviously. Um, tight game. Uh yeah you know, um, could have gone either way you know first goal was always going to be important and uh, unfortunately um, you know we fell behind although you know we had a couple of good chances towards the end and uh, yeah disappointment
3: you can sense that 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 moment when they, they should have scored Edouard had a great chance uh, what about the progress so far he was asked about
1: uh, it's been a difficult month with you know we've thrown guys in at different times and um, you know as soon as this sort of uh, window ends we We'll settle our squad down and, and start uh, building for the next sort of um, you know, batch of games because you know, ultimately we need to again, you know, hit some form and, and start winning games, and particularly in the league and, and, and get a run going.
3: And he was asked about that uh, missed opportunity, which we'll come back to. Have hit the wrong one there? <laughs> uh, yeah, the missed opportunity. Well,
1: you know, the game's going to be tight. It's a derby game, and you know, there's not going to be a lot of open space out there and a lot of opportunities. So. You know, getting that first goal was going to be uh, important. Um, we didn't, um, and you know, unfortunately, we, uh, you know, we paid the price.
3: David, you can hear how deflated he is about Absolutely. what might have been.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's been through it now. He, he, I think he realizes the significance and the importance of of the the Old Firm game now. Um, never, never pleasant to lose any derby, but he, he's in Glasgow now, and I think he knows this is this is different. He's in a different environment now. And he'll be bitterly disappointed um, that they didn't take something today. Barry, his comments, what do you feel? Yeah, I I was just interested to see
4: if somebody would ask him a question about the goal. goal? What what his thoughts were on the goal because I'm more than positive that he'll be really disappointed uh, with the amount of room that Holander got. Um, But you can see, you you can tell, sorry, with um, with his voice that he's disappointed in that. But now he knows what it's all about he'll see a bit of criticism come his way in terms of should they have played Kyogo through the middle instead of in the left and obviously the old question of last year will come up defensively at set pieces they're very suspect still There's only two days and I don't know how many hours
0: Two it's crucial days Paul yeah. two, two absolutely crucial days So what's he saying to Don Mackay and the directors there today well, or I'm, after? I'm sure he's yeah. giving Don Mackay a list um, yeah. I get the impression that Poster knows Edward is going Now say say Celtic get 15 million quid for Edward. His value's definitely dropped. They're not mm-hmm. going to get 20 anymore. Say they get 15. They paid nine for him and PSG will get 40% of the other the other six. Mm-hmm. They'll still have enough money to go and test Hibs mm-hmm. on Kevin Nisbet. Mm-hmm. And if they want to help, if they're serious about helping Postacoglu, they're, they're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to bring in a couple of strikers. Um, because I, I don't think Celtic have spent an awful lot of money. If you consider the money they got for Frimpong, mm-hmm. Ayer, mm-hmm. Um, Celtic's net spend... Is, is not a lot netto I, I don't think to no, been a lot of money net no. I don't have the exact figures but mm. Postacoglu needs some help here and the only people who can do it are the board of directors and you've got to forget and the, the money
4: one for, yep. if Edward does go Kyogo hmm. um, Ayeti. Ayeti clear that he doesn't rate hmm. him because he's not really featured hmm. Lee Griffiths well, there's no it point it looks, in talking about him yeah really, it, it looks yeah. If, is it Dundee uh, I'd yep. seen uh, down a day uh, he yep. needs, clearly needs to go and start mm-hmm. playing games of football so they, they need to get one if not two mm-hmm. um, strikers in and other players in, in terms of <laughs> we've been speaking about it yeah. centre-halves yep. left back as well because you've only got Greg Taylor sure.
3: And the Starfield thing, sometimes it doesn't work out. You know it. I mean, maybe in time he will settle down. You look at Mark Hately at Rangers. It took him a while, didn't it? And then he became a really, yeah, a really great Ranger striker.
4: Fernando Rickson took him time. He said that, settle. yeah. But you, yeah, yeah. Look, we know what it's like. We all know what it's like in the West of Scotland. You get judged very, very quickly. And you need to hit the ground running very quickly.
3: But maybe he's just not good enough, Barry. Maybe that's it.
4: Yeah, well, you've seen it. There's been a few mistakes. Yep. And there was a few mistakes today where he, he got away um, we won I don't think the goal was for him mm. I think he was Martin who was it Morellis, Morelos yeah. um,
3: Would Rangers target him then would they be saying what would they actually say leave them in the ball leave the leave Starfield
4: Yeah in general terms the centre backs are normally the weakest mm. on the ball sure. um, but in terms of Morelos I thought he would a field day backing in got a few fouls uh, played the game mm. Um so it, it was a, a wake-up call for, for Starfelt as well.
3: But that's a problem, isn't it, when the manager wants you to play out from the back.
0: He doesn't want him to boot the ball up the park, yeah. he wants to play it across the,
4: the back
3: four. Well, floor. it doesn't look as yeah.
0: if Postacoglu is, is going to... He's not going to give in on that one. I, I think that's going to be the way the Celtic are going to try and get out from the back, play out from the back. But to, to do that, you need exceptional footballers. Most fullbacks now are very good with the ball at their feet because they're, they're more or less wide players converted they're, they're comfortable with the ball centre back's not always the case and if you're trying to play the way Man City play but they've got Laporte and John Stones and these guys who are terrific on the ball unless you've got players who can take the ball very often facing their own goal um, you're, you're going to struggle
3: Shall we go into the Rangers camp and hear from Gary McAllister you know that uh, Steven Gerrard affected by Covid so he wasn't at the game this afternoon he'll be enjoying a wee glass somewhere after the game Barry
4: Yep. Yeah, I'm sure he was pacing up and down his living room yep. um, and even worse when, when you go a goal up because mm. you know now you're in the lead and it's mm. a, it was a vital three points and it was important that that um, Rangers got that win because there's been a lot of questions put to them in terms of their performances mm. this season can they play under uh, sorry in front of packed stadiums mm. um, but I think they answered all the questions certainly in the second half Well, facing the questions afterwards it was Gary McAllister Fantastically pleasing uh, it's been a very strange three or four days. Players playing with injury today.
0: No idea what, who was available. Covid and close contact protocols. You've seen a club coming together today, and wow, the fans were the fans were outstanding.
3: Wow, you can just even if you didn't hear what the words, Davy, you know there's there's the winning manager this afternoon.
0: Yeah, yeah. you can hear the adrenaline yeah. in his voice, and um, you know it takes you a long time to come down. Uh, after what you want to know for our game, I think uh, Gary will be having a few share bits tonight yeah. to help him get, to his, get a, a bit work, of sleep. It's uh, a great uh, one, yeah. Will you have a few yourself, Barry Ferguson? <laughs> yeah, I might <laughs> now. So, yeah, eh? yeah, I've relaxed yeah. a wee yeah. bit, so I
4: might have a few share bits.
3: A club coming together this afternoon is what he said. He also spoke about, well, they had to make changes. Uh, Baligan, for example, playing. I'd
4: be looking at Leon Baligan today as much as I, I don't want to single out somebody because I thought 1-11 we were excellent. But we brought him as a centre-back. But there was always we always felt if needed that he could play right back and he's done it he's done it previous but today I thought he dealt with that side of the pitch really well against a difficult opponent and uh, I felt we seen a, a a mature proper man's performance from Leon
3: proper man's performance he said just listen to the tone of the two voices and I'm not I mean I go you just listen to the Celtic manager
1: yeah disappointment obviously um, tight game uh,
3: can just tell the voice. And then Gary McAllister winning 1-0. Fantastically pleasing. Uh It's been
5: a very strange three or four days.
3: players. Yep, so many players out. And, and that summarises it. And Rangers, let's not minimise the COVID restrictions and, and the players who've been out, Barry. It has been a tough time. And it's been a more than patchy start to the season. And you always say it's tough to defend a title. Well, the title was there. Yep.
4: The pressure's cranked up even mm. more this season. We obviously the type of season had last year winning the, the league by 25 points the way they played and obviously it's not been an ideal start in terms of performances they've lost a, um, a couple of games in Europe they've lost a, a game in the, the league so it's not been an ideal start so then the pressure begins to build and there was a lot of pressure on them today. and I thought certainly in the first half they were okay but second half uh, they brung their I wouldn't say A game, but they were a lot better. And that was more like Rangers in the second half today.
3: Can I ask you two questions?
0: Who's gonna win this afternoon, Davy? St Mirren against St Johnson. I think some some Mirna jaw break. Mm. I think they'll beat St Johnson. St Johnson must have a bit of a hangover after Europe. Mm, fresh legs as the Yeah. They took. yeah. Yep. And uh Barry for you.
4: I'll go a draw on that one.
0: Oh, for a
3: draw. Yes. score draw. Yeah, score draw one each. We said goals today. Well we got goal yeah, at
0: Ibrooks. At Aberdeen Ross County. I think Aberdeen be two or three big worry for Yogi, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, yeah, can't, can't argue with that. Aberdeen by a couple,
3: yeah. Mm. And Rangers winning one nil this afternoon in the derby. Alan Shaw will be up after us. We'll be on tomorrow night. Wonder what the headlines will be. There's no great uh, referee controversy in the game actually we could talk about the game today which is what we did which is good isn't it Davey it's not one of these games where it'll all be about no. something you know not it's usually connected. about
0: the referee isn't it yeah. it's usually about yeah. the referee and and to be fair to Kevin Clancy um, who I don't think is our top referee but yeah he had a good game today Celtic have to do more though. big 48 hours for them Davy. huge huge
3: directors have to cough up here. and Barry for Rangers D- just keep the
4: the top players can they keep them What's your yeah, information? I'm sure, yeah. yeah, but uh, look, they've got prices on, on the heads of the, the ones that have been obviously courted by, by other clubs and they've then met, they'll sell. But hopefully the clubs don't come in with the right offers. We're going to come
3: back tomorrow night. We'll do it again. And Simon Jordan and Jim White will join us as well talking about Scottish football and Simon's view on just the, the economics of it because he was impressed yesterday at Hibbs, 14,000 there, and uh, you can only imagine the, the atmosphere today. Yep. He's Time maybe casting. watching Kevin Nisbet, by the way. Uh-huh. Possibly, exactly. He's maybe yeah. gone through there for a look at Kevin Nisbet. Oh, interesting. Who would he be working for? It's Crystal Palace, of course, former owner. Hey, what's happened to Roy Keane's beard there, David? I saw you looking at the beard. I you? know, it's getting yeah. a bit
0: daft, isn't it? Yeah.
3: And Soonis is there. He was at Ibrooks on He's Friday. There, there. Yeah. He's there, he be watching he was, it earlier. He was yeah.
4: just outside um, at, uh, doing a a Q&A um, I know a few people so, over there yeah. uh, so he's up
3: after... he good there oh, he's a different class isn't he yep Okay. Ah, he's very straight very yeah.
4: straight and honest that, that's what I, I like thanks guys great thank you, with Paul. you this
3: afternoon thanks Rochelle for keeping us by and large in check Pie Alan was Shaw good. oh it was magnificent
4: <laughs> yep Good goodbye Rochelle thank well, you for Rochelle. that
3: great uh, Alan Shaw's up next we'll see you tomorrow live at five
2: the Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from five